My name's Leslie Peterson, and I help bloggers turn their modest websites into thriving online enterprises with SEO, email marketing, and a little hard love encouragement to always move forward consistently and with a plan. Happy Monday, everybody. Today, we're going to talk about Google and Yahoo's new email delivery standards, a little break in our uh, regular series here, and that's because the deadline for handling that is upon us. It's uh, You've got to have this issue settled by February 1st. So that's why I want to talk to you today. Um, and I've got a special guest here. It's a very handsome man. Oh. He's my husband, guys. Dan, uh, while he does many, many things in all of our businesses, he is specifically um, the technical backbone to everything we do. So welcome, Dan. Hey, I know you. (laughs) Yes. So I'm glad, glad you're here to decipher some of this for us. So, you know, there is a lot of buzz going on about these new email standards. Can you tell us what it's all about? Yeah, sure. So first of all, it's important to keep in mind that these standards aren't just about email marketing. They really impact any email that you send from your domain. Um, so, oh, like even if I just sent an email to my girlfriend? Yeah, you ever have uh, an email you send to somebody, they don't reply in a while, and then you find out it went to spam, or you look in your own spam folder and see stuff wind mm-hmm. up in there? These uh, policies we'll talk about would should help improve that, not saying it's going to completely stop stuff from going to spam that you don't want to, but that's what it's really all about. Yahoo and Google are saying, we're going to really, and they've done some of this in the past. They're just getting more um, stringent about it. We're going to look for these certain email policies are called, and we'll talk about what those are later, but we're going to look for these three different policies, and we're going to use that to a greater effect to decide whether something goes to spam or not. That's what it's really all about. So when you talk about an email marketing system, it gets even more complicated because most people using email marketing systems like Drip or Active Campaign or something like that are using the, um, the the EMS's domain as a sender. So that email is really not coming from you when you send out these mass emails. It's coming from their domains, um, and that and affects so the policies. And well. that's what. I mean, it doesn't have to, right? If you're special, you can make it come from your own domain. Yeah. And we had an episode a while back where I was saying, like, we don't, we don't do that. Like, it's a really good idea to that before February first, before this came about, it was kind of a good idea to just depend on your EMSs. Yeah, it was because you can think about your domain um, email deliverability standards um, like a domain authority rating. Um, you know, oh, that, that yeah, Google would that's do a- so. Yeah, so they would, you know, use that uh, to say. So most people would go, "I'm not really sure. It's not something you could look up, like as like domain authority. I'm not really sure what mine is." So we know that Drip is a really trusted sender, so we're just going to use Drip's, um, you know, deliverability. Mailchimp, um, not so sure about <laughs> right. them either way, but um, but, but yeah, uh, but they're like the ones that most. Uh, larger businesses use would have been okay, like constant contact or, For sure. you know, yeah. that sort of thing. But what this new <clears throat> policy means, and then this was a bit confusing to me at first, and I had to talk to a couple different vendors to, to get a handle on it. Um, there's a couple things happening with the policy. First of all, as we talked about, Google and Yahoo are looking for these three particular policies that we'll talk about in a second. But second of all, as it was explained to me by Drip, 
um, they're doing something else. They're saying, we're going to check the email that comes out and we're going to say, who is the from, who is the from address in that email? So, you know, like mine would be Leslie at LesliePeterson.com. Exactly. They're going to check that address, that domain, and compare it with the actual sending domain. So what they would do is check Leslie at LesliePeterson.com against, uh, if we were using Drip, Drip sender domain. Those don't match. There is a greater, much greater likelihood in that case of that going to spam. So this is a big change for some people because they're going to have to not only put these policies in place first, but they're going to have to switch to their own sending domain. It's called a custom sending domain, using your own domain to send out uh, to send out emails rather than drips or mailchimps or whatever it is you may be using. Okay, so why the hell are they doing this? I I think it's a. I mean, I think overall, the more I look at it, the uh, it, it is kind of a good policy. It's you know we we've all dealt with tons of spam and it's getting you know kind of flooded out there. And I think this will improve things. I don't like as usual the timing of this and the communication. I think some of these things like what I just mentioned using a custom sending domain. Some of it's a bit of speculation right now on the part of the um, email marketing systems. We're saying with our business, with our email marketing business, we recommend you take these steps. Um, mm-hmm. Use a custom custom sending domain and put the policies in place. Gotcha. Okay, you keep alluding to these email policies. You said you're going to talk to them, to us about them. So tell us what they are, what they do, what's up with that. Yeah, I won't get too much into the weeds here, but these are there's three different policies that really, frankly, whether you're doing email marketing or not, you should have in place um, for your domain. So what we're talking about here is a... Uh, a domain like lesliepeterson.com um, where you are uh, able to send somebody an email from that particular domain. Uh, people do this lots of different ways. Um, we use Google Workspace for this. You could use GoDaddy. You could use Cloudflare. You could use, um, if you're on a hosting like the WP Engine or Big Scoots, they would do this for you. But most people that have larger blogs are going to have this uh, a custom sending domain already. What this is talking about is putting these policies in place on that domain. Um, and again, the, the, the policies the policies really are to prevent spoofing. So they're to prevent somebody from coming in and, and being able to send an email that looks like it's coming from your domain. Not just looks like, but really like it's, it's impossible to fool. So they could really spoof people pretty mm-hmm. badly if you don't have any of these policies in place. Um, so that's what the policies do. The policies are about security. The standards that came out are uh, Google and Yahoo wanting to enforce these policies and using the policies to determine if somebody is really a valid sending domain. Gotcha. Yeah. So there's these rules in place we that are good for us to follow. Those are the policies. Yeah. We may or may not follow them. It's probably a good idea to follow them. But now the Google Yahoo police are saying we're buckling down and we're going to Correct. Right. So here's the, the different policies. And I'll go through them pretty quickly. But um, the first is the lowest level of security. It's called SPF. It stands for Sender Policy Framework. Okay. Write that down, people. We're going to give you some acronyms. It's going to sound like alphabet soup. Write it down. The yeah. first one is SPF. We're not talking about sunscreen. <laughs> and this is the lowest level of security. It's also the easiest to implement. Um, it involves just adding a single uh, DNS record to your your domain. So, you know, wherever you're managing your DNS records, whether that be GoDaddy or somewhere else, you'd add this and then bam, it's in place. That's the first level of security. And again, it's it's I won't go into too much detail, but it's meant to prevent spoofing. And so 
when we figure when we have to learn what it is we put in our DNS record for that, we have to go to our we have to uh, go to our email. Who's ever hosting our email? Like for us, it was Google Workspace. That's where we find this information. Um, correct. You okay. would find it there, yes. Okay. But it's easier. There's no authentication involved. It's just adding that record. Um, it, it is, again, the lowest level of security here. Okay. The next one's called DKIM, which stands for Domain Keys Identified Mail. And you could think of DKIM, it's a, it's a much higher level of security. Uh, you could think of DKIM like SSL um, mm. for, for email marketing. So it's, it is actually using keys, um, uh, public and private keys, uh, to do, to do its thing. And it takes a little bit more setup because not only do you have to add, um, some records to your DNS, um, which you would get from your email marketing, you know, supplier, um, but you don't have to validate that. So you, you know, it's simply, you put the record into the DNS and then you click validate in whatever it may be. And it could take, Anywhere from 24 to like 72 hours to, to make this happen for them to go in and validate this. So th- this is the most complicated thing, I would say. You know, people have issues with it because they cut and paste. It's a very long string of characters into their DNS. And sometimes there's a carriage return that gets stuck in there when you cut and paste. And so that's something to keep an eye out for that and make sure that it's, you know, you don't have any special characters or anything in when you cut and paste. But if you're ha- if you're able to add things to your DNS record, you can make this happen pretty quickly, you know, as well. And you would recommend this over the SPF, obviously. Yeah, well, yes. You want to have all three of these. Oh, okay. And, and, you know, if the reason is that Google and Yahoo are looking for all three. Okay. I would say if it wasn't for the Google and Yahoo thing, you could get away with not having SPF um, and just DK. But it doesn't hurt to have all three. Okay. Okay, so we talked about SPF. That's the... That's just the DNS record. We talked yeah. about DKIM. Yeah. That's the DNS record that's validated. Yeah, and it's more of a shared key type of thing. So it's 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 a certificate. It's like SSL. Okay. Right? Yeah. And then the next one is the word we keep hearing everywhere, DMARC, right? Yeah, DMARC is and that's a big one that these places are looking for. So so first of all, you want to have the SPF and DKM in place and working before you do DMARC. You want to have all that oh, done. Oh, geez. So, it's a good thing we're talking about this now. <laughs> yeah. So DMARC's pretty simple. So DMARC is, you guessed it, another DNS record that you have to add. But this record contains an email address or a list of email addresses. And what that's doing is saying, okay, uh, the, the email marketing tool, whatever, has flagged something as being spam or flagged something that violated one of those SPF or DKM policies. What administrator do I now email to say there's a problem? Oh, okay, um, so you're basically putting your own email address in there. You, you put your own email address, but the other thing that happens a lot, like if you're using, um, like let's say Cloudflare for your DNS, uh, the tools like that have analytics, and so you could put their email address in as well, a mm-hmm. special email address they give you, and and that would they would use that and and take the logs coming in through email basically to compile analytics where you could look at on the screen without having to reading through logs or reading through emails, you could look at the screen and figure out oh, that's what's nice. going on. So um, that's called DMARC. And that's, again, um, they are, again, Google and Yahoo are looking for these policies in, to be in place to decide whether your email goes into somebody's spam or, spam not. or not. Exactly. Okay. So forgive me for asking this. Three policies, SPF, DKIM, DMARC, D-M-A-R-C. We didn't say what it stands for. Domain-based message authentication right. for all you nerds out there. Uh-huh. Uh, but 
Each one of those, you talked about a DNS record. Is it three DNS records or is it one DNS record you're doing all this with? Yeah, it's actually more than <laughs> three because um, SPF would probably have one record. Um, DKM um, would likely have more than one record and DMARC, you know, would have one record. So it could be could be more than three is what I'm saying, depending on what they gotcha. tell you to set. Now, that's the policies. Remember, we started out talking about email marketing and using what's called a custom sending domain. So this is the big change for a lot of folks. Okay. So setting those up, setting those three things, uh, policies up is just step one. Just step one. And you want to do that again, whether you're using email marketing or not, you're going to want to set up those three policies. Okay. Now, if you're using an email marketing system like Drip that we use. You guys better be using an email marketing system. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) <laughs> they are requiring that you use a custom sending domain. That means so. Again, this is step two now. Step two. Okay. Instead of um, using Drip as our sender, we would now be using LesliePeterson.com as the sender. <laughs> so that involves, you guessed it, adding even more DNS records. Oh, this geez. is where it could be two or three records. Um, so uh, you know, whatever the system may be, they'll give you whatever those DNS records are. You put them into your DNS, um, and then in that tool, like we did it in Drip, in Drip you'd think you click authenticate. Drip would go out and look for those DNS records, authenticate them. Bam! Now, now you're able to use um, your own domain to send out the bulk emails, um, and that domain should have all three of those policies in place, right? Because you did that first, um, so you should be good to go. So. Yeah, I think it's a good change. I just don't like, as usual, the, the timing right. uh, uh, of all this. So we have a lot of clients. It's It can be complex. takes a little bit of time. We have lots of people just really confused about it all. They don't even know where to start. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, they could have, like, kind of given people some more warning, I think. Right. <laughs> I mean, the policy effectively came out last October. It started gaining traction with the email marketing tools later. I think that's because they started to realize that custom sending domains – um, are now necessary. That oh, part they of the thought change. that because, because for example, you know, we use Drip. Drip has a DMARC record, so they thought, yeah. oh, okay, well, we're okay. Yeah, and, and that's where it gets a little hazy. But um, yeah, the, the feeling is that Google and Yahoo are also going to check to see that, it, that it's coming from the, your own custom sending domain mm. and check for those three policies. So that's really the big, right? The big change. Okay, so one one other question um, when. Uh, when we send emails, we send emails, like I send the people on our podcast an email from lesliepeterson.com. You send emails to from our Sunstone Digital Marketing business. I have emails going out from 365 Atlanta Traveler and sometimes 365 Traveler. So we have four domains that we send emails from. So what the heck? Yeah, I mean, it, it depends. So, so for some of those, we have separate email marketing accounts and that kind of you know, keeps all those separate. But if you're sending, if you're sending emails from one email marketing system, and you're using a couple of domains, you want to add those two domains um, as custom sending domains. So two different domains to send from. But furthermore, you're really going to want to make sure when you send out a bulk email, that um, you're sending it where the custom sending domain matches the from email address. 
that you're sending from, which should be the case anyway, you know, because you don't want to confuse people. But you know, if you're, if for instance, if we had LesliePeterson.com and Sunstone Digital Marketing on the same Drip account, mm. um, we would want to add both those custom sending domains. And whatever email goes out, you're going to want to make make sure that they match, like the Leslie Peterson emails match the Leslie right. Peterson.com so change, domain. Make sure I'm changing <clears throat> the from address. Yeah, to whichever which, which you should be doing anyway, but but yeah, that's another key point there. Crazy. Okay, step one: set up the three policies. Step two: so instead of the three policies, you're going to have to talk to whomever manages your email stuff. Again, for us, that's Google Workspace. You said some other places that manage it would be like. Um, uh, GoDaddy does it. Uh, WP Engine does it. Uh, Cloudflare do these things. Yeah. Okay. And I know there's some of you out there who have an email address like um, 365AtlantaFamily at gmail.com, for example. So yeah. usually, usually, the EMS system wouldn't have let you send from that Gmail account anyway. Um, but you're, if you want to do email marketing and friend, you want to do email marketing, you need to, um, to get an email, um, where the domain matches your URL. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right. Okay. So then contact the company that you're doing that with, get those three, um, policies set up yeah. and then. So you might need their help to figure out what to do. So let me clarify some of that. Okay. It's really only the DKIM that you need their help on. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that's because that's the one that's like SSL and it gets uh, it has to be validated. So okay. uh, SPF uh, and DMARC are simply adding DNS records um, to your account. Now you could they'll tell you what those records should be, right? So, okay. Yeah. So that's that's an important part of it, but. And then you can go into your own EMS system and set up your custom sending domain when when that's done. Correct. And then when February 1st rolls around, we just see. But there, and again, the thing is, nobody is 100% clear. Right. <clears throat> As usual. Yes. <laughs> With Google. We, but we're, I would, what do you think, Dan? 80% confident that this is, that it will hurt you if you don't do this. Yeah. And again... Forget about email marketing for a second. I mean, you, you don't want your messages going to spam wherever you send them from. So um, it's important to, to do these things. I think the I think the ambiguity lies again in are they going to make sure that you have to have a custom sending domain? Mm-hmm. Um, and and we're just saying, yeah, go ahead and have a custom sending domain now because it, that all signs point in that direction. And if we're right by means of all the experts that you've been talking with are right and the way they've interpreted this new thing, then after February 1st, the, the implication is that many, many more of your sends will be going into spam for people. Right. Do you think they'll even be like maybe not delivered or just go to spam? Do you think that's. Yeah, I think there's, Bounces that could happen as well because of that. Yep, yeah. they, they, there's there's a couple of different options there. They could go to spam or they could just be undelivered completely. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, okay, friends. So get to work on that, and uh, we'll keep you posted if we learn anything else. Uh, but this is you know this is really important, guys. And because of that, you know, twenty four to seventy two hour time frame for getting validation. If you don't have the DKIM set up already, you're going to want to get started on this now. 
so that you have time to get all that set up. Okay, thanks, Dan. I'm so I like having you on the podcast. So I have to have you on more often. Sure. <laughs> okay, everybody. Thanks again. Uh, sorry for the interruption of the series, but I think this is really important. And uh, look forward to hearing about how it's going for you. Hey, real quick, this is Leslie just dropping in to remind you that I have several free resources on my blog right now that I'd love you to get your hands on. Just head over to lesliepeterson.com. The link is in the show notes below and grab my free blog post update checklist. Or if you're on a journey to fire up your blog's email newsletter, grab my free list of 52 newsletter connection prompts. With both of those, I'll include a video about how to use them to build a solid relationship with your subscribers or work towards doubling your traffic with updates. Grab both of those at lesliepeterson.com.